Hello, welcome to the Recovering Grinder podcast. I'm Nikki Blue. I'm here with you. Yeah. So I just want to get right to it real quick. Have you ever? Yes, you have. I'm just going to say yes. But you remember when we were younger or even now, shoot, you go over to someone's house for a cookout or for a holiday or a birthday party or whatever, and everyone's asked to bring a dish of some sort. What is the one thing that you have been taught to do before you make your food to go somewhere else is make sure you have enough for home. Make sure you cook enough for home before you go to the cookout, to the potluck, to the dinner. The only reason why is because you've worked so hard cooking that dinner or that lunch or those food items. When you get back, you have nothing to eat, especially if it's good and you have no leftovers. You want to make sure you have something to come home to. I'm going to talk about making sure you cook your meal for home before you provide your meals to the cookout, before you go to the cookout. That's big. You want to know why that's big? Because that applies to a lot of things that are going on right now. I know that a lot of people are happy, you know, with their spiritual walk and their spiritual journey. And they have found other people, like-minded people who share the same sentiment, who may have discovered their spiritual walk in a similar way. But ultimately, the end goal is not going to mean that you're going to be standing side by side, shoulder to shoulder with those people that you may have entered the collective with. Okay. And I say that to say this. When the collective shifts a little bit or changes and the dust settles and you're left left holding the bag, left holding the bag of all the parking lot ideas and the pinned ideas and the issues that people have been bringing up at these collective and community meetings and things like that, meetings of the minds, whether it be two, three, four or four hundred people, you always find that it's like a dumping ground in a sense. Nothing wrong with sharing and there's nothing wrong with comparing. But if you are somebody like myself, I tend to think about each thing that people have said to try to see where it fits in my own individual life, in my own individual journey. And sometimes when you do that, after the dust settles and everybody else has kind of moved on from that thing that you're still like kind of stuck in, you'll find that you're left holding the bag of crap. Just a bag of shit from everyone else. And some of those things you keep in your mind, like to save for later in case you want to bring it back up, or maybe you want to talk about it later, or maybe you want to research it later, and you find yourself just kind of all over the place. Now, there are times when I feel that having a cookout is great, but there are a lot of times I like to just eat at home. And while I don't mind taking what I've cooked to someone else for us to partake together as a whole, as a unit, as a community, as a collective, I really, really fuck with just eating by myself because I know I cooked it. I know what I put in it. I know what it involves, the ingredients, the oils that I use to make that. But sometimes when you go to a cookout, maybe that one dish that you made may not be enough to satisfy you. So you're going to go and just try this thing and try that thing and try this thing and try that thing. But you don't know what people put into those things. You don't know the ingredients involved. All you know is what they share with you. Hey, I'm making a strawberry shortcake. You just assume that it's strawberries, cake. 
in the strawberry syrup or any kind of cream, but you don't know what they made with it. What if you're lactose intolerant and they use some weird cream or dairy in it? Or what if you are allergic to, you know, red dye 40 and the, the syrup that they have has red dye in it or some crap like that. You just never know. But I know what I put into my own dish. So I see that there are great things in a collective and then there are great things to look at when you're partaking in food by yourself on your own in your own home. Okay. Individual journeys are necessary. They are. And sometimes you find yourself wanting to be alone, not because you don't want to be around other people, but because you have to process everything that happened at the meeting of the collective minds. And some of the stuff that I've taken in is not for me. And I know that people always say, oh, just take what resonates and leaves and leave the rest. Take what resonates with you and leave the rest. What if I don't even want to take anything? I want to only take in what I know to be true for me in that moment. Now, there's nothing wrong with studying and there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting other people's perspectives on things when you need it. But that's you seeking that from that person. You're just not sitting there waiting with your antenna open to just receive whatever comes through. You're looking for a certain thing to be answered. The problem I find when you don't make the food for you at home before you go to the potluck is that when you come home, you're still kind of empty. When you're done talking, you still have some questions that are unanswered or may come back up that you need to find out for yourself because everything doesn't have to be shared. Okay. So where does that leave you? When everybody decides that they're going to go on their own individual journey and you're still waiting to be a part of the collective, what happens when, when that happens? What do you do? Do you stay and wait for someone to show up in the room? Or do you just go ahead and mind your business and do your thing? Ultimately, you're going to have to have that individual journey, whether you like it or not. Now, you can bring your individual journey to other people and share your experiences with other people and then just go on back to your individual journey. Because sometimes if you notice, sometimes when you bring your individual journey to someone else, they might not be ready to receive it. They may not be ready to answer. They may not have any answers for you. It just might be a place where you can share. But I want you to understand that the individual journey, that will always be because you're put here to experience life for yourself, for whatever your purpose may be. You have to walk the walk and you have to go through the experiences by and for yourself at some point. So it might be good to go ahead and make sure home is taken care of before you go out and socialize with the collective. Okay. Make sure you, you make, you know, make yourself a full course at home before you do so. Because one, you'll be tired when you get back. And two, like I said, there might not be any leftovers. And three, you can have leftovers in your own home reserves. But when you take your energy elsewhere, sometimes people are pulling and tugging, especially if you are an empath, they're tugging on your energy reserves. Because they want you to share with them your experiences and they might open up wounds that you're not ready to open up. So be mindful that it's okay to be a part of a collective, but also it's okay for you to just kind of sit with yourself too. That is quite all right. 
it's okay to isolate sometimes. I think that sometimes we might be a little bit apprehensive about isolation because it seems like we're purposely trying to like, you know, push everyone else away. But sometimes those moments are necessary. That time is necessary for you to sit still. And it's nothing wrong with sitting still. I think that a lot of us may be afraid of sitting still. I know that at one point I was afraid of that because I really didn't know what to say. I didn't even know what to expect. When I sit still, sometimes it will be very, very loud. And then when I sit still, sometimes it be very silent. And it was almost like my, how my grandmother used to always say, boy, y'all just can't just, just let it be silent. Y'all always got to make a noise. And that's true. <laughs> it's like I got to have a TV on or a fan on or something. Just being too quiet was a, a problem for me. But as I got older, I really enjoyed the peace. I enjoyed the quiet. And I like to be selective and only choose who I wanted to to be in my space when I wanted those people in my space. Because just because I choose people to be in my space does not mean that they have a full on pass to be in my space at any time. My boundaries are very, very tight. I think the reason why my boundaries are so tight now is because um, I, the time when I was silent, the time when I had that moment to just be still, I recognized how beautiful it was to just hear my own thoughts, right? And to just, you know, be excited and, and, and happy about the discoveries that I made within, like the things that I truly love and the things that I truly enjoy. And, you know, just, I guess discovering those things about myself, I learned that it's good to be by myself sometimes. It's good for me to just sit with myself and allow things to just happen. Creativity flourishes when I'm quiet and I'm alone. I have so many beautiful ideas when I have that stillness in my life. I'm able to really touch, you know, and connect with myself when I can meditate and just sit for a moment in peace and quiet or in nature. I enjoy those times. I don't always like to talk. But when I do, <laughs> you can't shut me up. <laughs> there are moments that I will be silent. Like, you know, for those that may have encountered me, if you think of the first times you ever met me or, or encountered my presence, the first time you're probably going to say that I'm shy. I'm pretty reserved and quiet. I read a room first. I look at everything. I am an excellent people watcher. I just like to observe. Now, after I warm up and I like you, I may warm up to the point where I'm the opposite of that. But it really depends. It really depends because, you know, I just like to kind of check people and vet them a little bit because I know people do that with me. But yeah, my my boundaries, just because I open myself up to talk to certain people, do not it does not mean that those people have uh, an all access pass to me anytime they want to have an all access pass to me. So I'm really weird about that. And it's not a bad thing. I guess this is a great thing. But I guess what I'm trying to say is stillness. Sometimes when we think that is a bad thing for us, it's the best thing for us. Because we still need to know how we work. I can't tell everybody about how I'm working if I don't even know how I work. I can't share my experiences if I've yet to experience things. And I won't know that unless I'm by myself. 
So as far as isolation, yes, it can be looked at as negative. A lot of times people, you know, oh, my God, are you pulling away from us? You know, what's going on when you get by yourself? That's when you're going through. You need to be around people that love you. And yes, you do. I am all for that. There are times when that is necessary, when you should be around people because it, it, it pains you to be alone. You might be depressed. You might be going through some anxiety. You might be going through like a, a horrible time, like maybe a loss or something like that. I've been there. And when I was going through that, for me, it was sometimes best that I was alone. I hit a lot of dark places in my life. Last year especially was a really, really, really big turning point in my life. In the beginning of this year too, where I felt it was necessary for me to pull back from a lot of people. And still to this day, I still have those moments. That has become a part of me. Or should I say that has become part of me. I now accept the silent moments and the quiet time in nature because that's when God speaks. You know, that's when I get what I need to get. Like I said before, everything you need is inside of you. Okay, it is okay for someone to come to you with something, but it should be a confirmation. It shouldn't be. It should not be the first time you hear it. If it's the first time you hear it, it might be a projection. That could be the case, too. But as far as making sure that your individual journey is your individual journey, do that. Sit with yourself. Listen for those things that might cause you to research something or look at something. Look at the things that you may have struggled with in the past or the things that you might still be struggling with. Okay? It's okay to take the time to do that. That is how we better ourselves. Personal growth is a big thing for me. And, you know, I'm not one to sit on my high horse and think, oh, my God, I don't have issues. I have plenty. But I also have some bright spots in my life that are great. And I love to share those. But when I'm having a a problem with something or I'm going through something, sometimes I'm lashing out. And you can tell by a person's energy. When the energy shifts or changes, you got to go back and look at yourself and say, "Okay, okay, I need to work on that still. And that might be something that, you know, gets you to the best level of your life. I know for me, you know, I'm one to say, okay, you know what? I need more work. And that's okay. But if you're walking around acting like you don't need work, you might need to check yourself. You might need a little more time by yourself. (laughs) Truly. But yes, what, what I'm trying to say is the collective is great. But everybody's on the bandwagon of the collective before doing work on themselves and for themselves. Okay, I'm not going to talk to somebody else if I have to go through it myself. I need to deal with it. I need to process it. I need that time to process it. And while it might be great to kind of hold hand in hands and kumbaya with someone else, it ain't always the time to do that. Not all the time. And I've learned that the hard way. But that's okay, though. Like I said, it's my journey. It's my individual journey. And when I'm ready, okay, when I've gone through enough to where I feel like I want to share, if I've I've, uh, persevered through something and I want to share it, if I've triumphed and I want to share it, I will. But make sure before you go to a cookout, you got your food ready at home. Because I promise you that collective 
just like that, vanish. And you're stuck holding the bag. You're stuck dealing with your own shit by yourself. You're so busy listening to everybody else's account of what they've gone through that you you haven't even touched on yours. So it's important to make sure that wherever you are in your life, at whatever point you are in your spiritual walk, in your spiritual journey, you could be in the very, very beginning stages. And that might be like the end stage for someone else. You might be at what you think is the end stage. And, you know, somebody else is like surpassed you. <laughs> but like I said, we all have our individual journeys and don't be hard on yourself. When you feel like having a moment of isolation, do it. Do it. Do it because it's for you. This experience here is for you. Okay. So if you're feeling it deep down inside, if you feel that tug, if you feel that push, then just do it. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to get on Facebook <laughs> and social media and say, well, y'all, I'm taking a break. I'm going to take a break. I'm tired of y'all asses. I'm going to take a break. You don't have to do all that. You can just bow out. And if somebody really wants to check on you, they know how. But make sure you're doing that because you heard and you feel it's time for you to pull away and isolate. Don't isolate because your feelings are hurt. Don't isolate because, you know, someone didn't do what you wanted them to do. They didn't respond when you wanted them to respond. They didn't go out with you when you invited them to go out. Don't do that. Because that is rejection. That's a whole nother thing. If somebody is making you feel bad because you want to isolate, if they want to make you feel guilty or manipulate you into saying that you don't, listen, reevaluate that. <laughs> nothing wrong with a boundary. It's definitely nothing wrong with isolation. You will know when it's time to pull away from the collective. You will know when it's time to work on yourself. Then if you work on yourself and you do the best that you can to make you the best version of yourself in the moment, when you go to share in the collective or with the collective, or if someone comes across you and they want to share their experiences with you and you're ready for that, you'll be better for it because you have so much to share, so much insight and so much help that you can give others if that's your mission. There are a lot of people that are going through this to help others. That's what they're here for. I feel like I'm one of those people. So just make sure that you're taking care of home. Just make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're minding your mental health, your physical health, your well-being, that you are minding your, your family, that you are minding your personal growth, bettering yourself, making the experience here better for you. It's not always about everyone else around you. So before you go and do that, just make sure that you're right. Okay? Because only greatness from here. Only greatness from here. Only greatness from here. I love you. <laughs>